In this week's episode, we take a look at this week's retro news. And go through the full list for the Genesis Mini 2. I'm Phil. And I'm Barry. This is episode 63 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. As always, just before we start, I'd like to say a massive thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Short Gizmo and Bobby Sox. Your continuing support is very much appreciated. So, it, it looks like you've tagged in for Anthony yet again. I know, shocking. And just uh-huh. in time for us to talk about the Genesis Mini 2. Almost like it was fate or something, I don't know. No offence to Anthony when you're listening to this, but I'd rather talk about Mega Drive games with someone who, <laughs> you know, actually, actually knew had what a Mega Drive was. And and not the uh, the new system that NASA are using for faster than light travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you sent me that link, it was like, NASA is going to achieve FTL drive with the Mega Drive. It was like, the Mega Drive... I know it's got blast processing, but that's taking it a bit too far. And then thought, oh, no, no, I I massively misunderstood that headline. Yeah, yeah, just a bit. Oh, I, I love the name. The name's great. So yeah. I thought, yeah, I'm having to send that one across. Well, as I said, Anthony's off on his holidays again. Again. I was actually on my holidays last week. Went down to Plymouth to see my mum and ended up coming back with a Super Nintendo Mini and a Sega Master System one. That sounds like a win. I actually found this retro shop, unfortunately. It was like 10 minutes before closing. I managed to find it. It was on the last day that was there, so I I didn't get to have a proper look. Shop called Revival Games. Honestly, everywhere I looked, it was like, look at that over there. Look at that over there. Basically, you you were singing the, uh, the, what's this song from Nightmare Before Christmas? What's this? What's this? (laughs) Yeah. And make his drive over there. <laughs> but no, no, it wasn't what's this. It's, oh, it's that. It's that. <laughs> I went in and was like, oh, you've got, you got, you know, I can see like a couple of Mega Drive games, Streets of Rage. Yeah, that's fair. I was like, oh, they've got a Lynx. They've got an Atari Lynx. They've got a Mass System 1. They've got the Ghostbusters Fire Station toy. They've got oh, yeah, yeah. They even had a little, um, is it 8080s from Star Wars? The 8080s are the, the four-legged, four-legged one. ATSTs. One of yeah, one. So it was an 8080, like quite a big model. <laughs> There's a little robotic science inside of it. <laughs> and the guy, uh, I think his name was Paul. I can't remember. I was talking to him. I feel really bad because I turned up like five minutes before they were due to shut, and only left like 15 minutes after he should have gone home. <laughs> Just, just talking to him and he's like yeah yeah of course i've got games in the back that i haven't even sorted and honestly he opened it i'd pay money to just go in that back room and see what he had in there <laughs> i'm looking in and going i can see a mega drive with sonic the hedgehog boxed over there i can see dreamcast games. i can see i was like oh <laughs> and carrie's like isn't it just old computers <laughs> like yeah yeah but- it's not just old computers. It's also He had like an Atari 400. I'm not so much an old Atari guy, but he had like Atari 400. There was an Amiga 500, Mass Systems Mega Drive. He had a 32X, and I was really contemplating getting the 32X. Oof, but that wasn't been cheap, though. Yes, uh, I think he said it was 220 <sighs> Got me my system, and from, I think it was like a cash converter or something, I got a Super Nintendo Mini. You say 220, now put that into context. How much is a Series S? Um, well, oddly enough, in the same cash converters, they had Series S for 130 quid, unboxed. Well, there we go. 
32x. It gets me one step closer to getting Knuckles chaotics. <laughs> gets you one step closer to actually having a proper Tower of Power. Oh yeah, yeah, Tower of Power. <laughs> I'll have to go back to Plymouth, not to see me mum, but to go back to this game shop because <laughs> we've got a couple up here. We've got there was the one in whatever. Is it still called Quiggins in Liverpool? No, um, Grand, Grand Central, Central or something. I think that's closed now. Oh, was it? Oh, it shows how so, often yeah. I go there. Well, last time I went in, it was like a little tiny room, weren't it? With some games. Yeah, it. well, they moved, when I last went, they moved into the basement and they had a fair amount of space. And it wasn't too oh, right. bad. But right. I, think, I think it's gone. I think the whole building is shot. Oh, yeah, this... Honestly, they everywhere are locked. I was like, oh, my God. I even nearly bought... Sonic Adventure 2 as well, which I found out I'm actually missing. You're missing Sonic Adventure 2? Yeah, and I remembered exactly where it went. What? I swapped it with you for a Nintendo 64. Huh. I don't remember that. That's where my Sonic Adventure 2 went. (laughs) I have got other versions of Sonic Adventure 2, just not the pal. pal blue box version. If anyone's in Plymouth, Revival Games, I definitely recommend going. Well, Speaking of retro games, almost like that's what this podcast is about. Occasionally it is. Well, yeah. The first game on the list that we were going to talk about actually was about a new retro-inspired cyberpunk game. I just saw a trailer for this, and it looks pretty good. Again, I'm glad you're here, because it's not Anthony's sort of game, because it's turn-based. Turn-based, isometric-ish RPG? No, I don't think. It's not isometric. Stop going on about everything being isometric. (laughs) (laughs) It's a top-down view. It's a top-down view. Okay, top-down view. No, but it looks pretty good. So it's like a a JRPG cyberpunk kind of game. Yeah, I like the the animation looks very fluid on it. That's one thing I particularly liked about it. Is this the in-game animation or like the scenes animation? Yeah, I thought it looked pretty good. I'm... We best actually say what the game's called so people know what we're on about. <laughs> so it's called Jack Move, and I'll be honest, I'm not keen on the name. It sounds a bit, throw a dart at a dictionary. You picked one word, throw it again. Picked another word, there you go, that's our game's name. Well, I think what they're going with is that cyberpunk trope of jacking in. Yeah, I get that, but it's... And it's, looking at it, it's got like a very parkour sort of theme, hence the move. Hmm... So, yeah, I'm not saying I agree that it's a good name. I'm just saying... Now that you mention it, from at least the anime sequence and the bits of gameplay in the trailer, it does give me kind of a cyberpunk feeling, but mixed with a bit of Mirror's Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see where you're coming from. It's still a bad name. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible name. It is I, a terrible I name. I agree with that. so generic. It, it is very generic. But this is coming to PC on the 8th of September and consoles on the 20th of September. And in a turn of events, it's actually coming to the Xbox. A lot of these games don't seem to be coming to Xbox at the moment. You see, I know what's going to happen. You're going to buy it and then a week later it'll be on uh, Game Pass. No, I'll pre-order it and then on launch day it'll go into Game Pass. That's that usually too? what happens. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. In all fairness, I haven't bought an Xbox game in, I don't know, a long time. Elden Ring. Was the last one I bought. Uh, the last thing I paid for was DLC for um, Generation Zero. Fair enough. That was a fiver. Actually, even then, excuse me, Microsoft points. <laughs> it's got to be an upshot to using Bing for your search engine, hasn't there? <laughs> um, it looks a pretty cool JRPG. It seems a bit gimmicky, but rather than just have like fight items, magic, 
you actually have commands that you run on like your cyber deck. So it's install, yeah. execute, stuff like that. And instead of mana or technique points or whatever, it's data. So you're using up your data to actually do these skills. Which, that actually makes a lot of sense. I like yeah. that. It is, it is a cool idea. Yeah, let's just hope they're not on O2. In that case, the data will be running out pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to play this, there's actually a demo available on Steam at the moment, which is called Jack Move Icebreaker or ICE Breaker. So go and give it a try. So, upcoming events. We've got a few coming up, actually. We've got the Disney and Marvel Showcase on the 9th of September. Yeah, I'm curious. Can. Disney and Marvel fill up a whole event. I'm not sure what they'd show off. Bear in mind, Disney and Marvel covers a lot. So there could be Star Wars games in there, Marvel games in there, Disney games in there. I'll give you that. I completely forgot about Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Disney are huge. So yeah, Yeah. I can can see them filling out an event. Because I can't see there being like another Mickey Mania or anything coming out anytime soon. So I can't see much from the Disney aspect. I know they have got that Disney life sim that they've yeah. shown off earlier in the year. Well, I'd like to see a Fallen Order 2. Fall- oh, yeah, no, that that is coming out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to They announced it's coming out. So I don't know yeah. if there's been a trailer. Oh, yeah, I'd I like suppose I completely forgot about Star Wars. Because um, I, I was just thinking Disney, I'm literally Marvel. I would imagine they'll probably show that Midnight Suns. Yeah. But I was wondering, would they show anything else? Maybe Wolverine or the new Spider-Man? Or would that be more of a Sony event that they'd show them I off think on? Spider-Man would definitely be Sony. I don't think that'll be shown. I don't think that'll be shown at a Disney Marvel event. It might be. Might mm. be wrong. But I reckon yeah. that'd be more Sony. But... The other one is we might actually get some news about what's going on with the remake of Knights of the Old Republic. Isn't that all? Oh, the remake, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the remake. Yeah, sorry, I thought you meant the re-release. The remaster. Like, no. It got remastered. I remember it being terrible. <laughs> no, I remember it being uncompletable. They're remaking it, but it's, bit, it's getting a little bit into development hell. Yeah, so it's gone from one say, developer and going to another. Think um, of that game. That's it's not a small game, is it? Oh, it's no. no you know, it's, it's an old game, but it's definitely wow. not a small game. I completed it relatively recently again, uh, yeah. about a year or two ago. Phenomenal game, amazing game. I need to go through. I, I don't think I ever completed it. Um, I might have completed the first one, but you can get them on mobiles now, can't you? Yeah, iOS. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Maybe I'll have to that. But who knows? We might we might finally find some news out about it. Possibly. And the only other game I could think of was Kingdom Hearts 4. We have had that trailer. Oh, sorry, teaser. But I think that'd be more a Square Enix presentation than a Disney one. Yeah, possibly. I mean, it, it all depends on how much Disney fucking over, though, doesn't it? Mm, I've got a feeling just from what I'm seeing that Square seems to be going more away from the Disney IP with Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Yeah, maybe. The other thing potentially as well is my TA have a new Star Wars game in the works because there was talk of that longer more RPG-esque one they were doing. The more open world one. Is this the one where they were saying they were focusing more on single player titles? Yes. So there might be something around that or there might be just another Battlefront. <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't have surprise mechanics in this one as much. Yay, surprise mechanics. <laughs> Everyone loves surprise mechanics. <laughs> Everyone loves them. Everyone who works at EA. 
Yeah. All those shit. Yeah. Games. There's there's nothing like getting a new game, pulling out your credit card, and winning the game. Oh, just really quickly because I got to talk about Sonic at some point. Sonic Origins. It's already leaked that there's DLC. The game's not even got a release date yet. <sighs> It was, it was always going to have DLC. Well, <laughs> I, know, I, I know, and I understand the planet ahead, but I don't want to be hearing about DLC before the game's even released. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, anyway, it's not just Disney and Marvel which have got the event coming up. Day no. after on the 10th, we've got an Ubisoft one, Ubisoft Forward. Yeah, Ubisoft have so many games. I mean, we, could, we could be seeing a new division. I'd like to see a new division. Um, I don't know whether I'd like to see a new Splinter Cell more, though. I'd love to see a new Splinter Cell. But not done like the latest Splinter Cells, more akin to like the Chaos Theory-style Splinter Cell. Yeah. Do you mean more based around stealth? Yes. The last one, um, what, oh, what was it? Blacklist? Uh, yeah, I think it was Blacklist. That was quite action, because you built up like that skill where you could just snipe everyone, couldn't you? Yeah, you could play it in a few different ways. Well, they sold it as being yeah. able to play it in a few different ways. Ghost, Panther, etc. But it did just boil down to I target everything and I kill them all. Yeah. And then just run through it. It would be well, nice to see a more... We had a lot of fun on that, didn't we? Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not that it wasn't fun. Mm. It'd just be nice to see it go back towards its roots and be a lot more focused around sneaking around, sneaking past guards, getting yeah. in without even being seen proper covert not just i am a modern day action day hero with a gun and i'm killing everybody yeah i'm going in stealthily as a dive through the window and snipe the five guys inside max Payne style yeah exactly exactly it, uh, it, something a bit more grounded in the original tom clancy realism yeah may, maybe a few less exploding building set pieces as well yeah you know a bit more espionage and intrigue Exactly. When you play a Splinter Cell game, that's what you want. You want espionage, you want intrigue, you want stealth. If you want to blow everybody up, play Rainbow Six. Yeah. Then again, this is modern Ubisoft and Tom Clancy games, so it'll probably have aliens in it. Yeah, yeah, let's not go there. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Clancy, that well-known sci-fi author. Yeah. Oh... Right. Well, I imagine we're going to see something to do with Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. Ubisoft, we have to. Yeah. If there's anything that's guaranteed, it's going to be that they're going to show Assassin's Creed and Just Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Far Cry? I'm trying to think what else I would imagine seeing. Yeah, maybe there might be a Far Cry. Um, Do they might be a a Ghost Recon? Yeah. Because it's been a little while since we had um, Breakpoint. Yeah, apparently they're still doing that, but kind of like a semi-live service sort of title. Yeah. I haven't been on it in quite a while. But again, I think Ghost Recon's one that could look at going back towards its roots rather than um, the open world shooting game that it turned into. Yeah, I felt like Ghost Recon basically turned into the division minus the RPG elements with a bigger map. It really did. It got rid of a lot of the future soldier aspects that is what was sold on the Ghost Recon games. Yeah, well, similar to Rainbow Six, the f- the first game on that, I remember spending more time planning oh the mission than actually executing the mission. Yeah, yeah. If you planned it all properly, you didn't even need to touch the controls. No. Yeah. Exactly. Often, if you did touch the controls, you were the one who messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look, there's a. Oh, I'm dead. 
yeah, genuinely, it was a much more tactical game. I can understand why they took that towards a more actiony route. Um, and you know what? I actually think the sweet spot for the Rainbow Six games was Vegas and Vegas Two. I really oh, enjoyed yeah. Vegas Two. They they were fantastic. Terrorist hunt. <laughs> Terrorist hunt. Yeah. Terrorist, Terrorist hunt. hunt what was it? Kill house. Right. You had at the end of the corridor behind the barrel. One of us run out with machine gun sprite. <laughs> come running back, and there's like. 50 terrorists just charging after there was there was that one level where you'd you'd go underground and you'd wait by a ladder and shoot a bell and then without doubt yeah come, start walking down the ladder so you just shoot them and then the next one would look down start climbing down the ladder but you know, pile of bodies those, one of those terrorists yeah. he comes up to this hole looks down and he goes oh there's a ladder oh there's a pile of corpses i'll go down there <laughs> Yeah, the AI could do a bit of do with a bit of a, a revamp. Yeah, and maybe um, maybe less um, spawning enemies in like right behind you. Oh as god, well. yeah. But I, I think, think that's the biggest problem with siege. Siege is terrorist hunt. Stuff just it just spawned in all around you. It didn't have the same feel. It did that on Vegas mm. as well. It didn't feel as bad though on Vegas. Yeah, I think because siege. Although don't get me wrong, the, the stages are really well done. It's essentially just one building. Yeah. And I think Siege had a couple of streets to opposing buildings. It, it was just a little bit more open, I felt. Yeah. Even if ultimately they might have actually been smaller, they definitely felt larger. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Well, after Ubisoft has got their event, we actually have Tokyo Game Show the week following it as well. This, well, there's always going to be stuff from Nintendo. I don't know. They tend to do the mini directs now, don't they? I suppose there is that, yeah. I reckon Maybe. we might see Sega, Sega and Atlas. That'd be nice. So perhaps we might actually see some more information about the Persona series coming to like the Xbox and the Switch and that as well. Japanese RPGs coming to the Xbox. I know. Can you? Shocking. That's like two of them in the history of the Xbox know. now, isn't it? I know. Final Fantasy that one time. <laughs> Although, in all fairness, we did get two sequels to the same Final Fantasy. Game. You know what, though? If they announce that Persona's coming for the Xbox, I mean, that's clearly Microsoft buying Sega. You definitely haven't listened to our previous podcast episodes then, have you? It's coming to the Xbox. That's what I mean. So, Sega are obviously being bought by Microsoft. Oh, yeah. They, they just need to do it. They just need to do it. It's like one of these soaps where you're going, uh, at the end, those two, they're going to get together. That that's basically what this is with Sega and yeah, it's, it's it's getting to that point. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Microsoft may flash the cash and actually buy Square Enix. Well, I'm sure Sony will have a hissy fit about that as well. Have you heard about the uh... well, yeah? Well, they're not happy with the uh, the Activision acquisition, are they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, but they can't buy Activision because Call of Duty it's it's its own genre, and if they buy it, they'll not be the only one with that genre. What first person shooter? <laughs> like <laughs> practically half of the games that it's, are rated T14 or higher. It's because for the past generation and a half, Sony's entire business model has been let's buy a few little bits for Call of Duty before anybody else gets them. And for well, other Activision all games... With like Modern Warfare 1 and 2, it was the other way around. It was Se- oh, Sega. It, sorry, it was Microsoft who I, had the exclusivity to like early DLC and stuff like that. I disagree with that as well. No yeah. company should get exclusive DLC. It only hurts gamers. Yeah, well, the big one was um, Destiny. 
you know, oh, an exclusive awful. raid and all sorts on the PlayStation. Yeah. I, I don't think I mind exclusive maybe cosmetics and maybe early access, like a week's early access to DLC or something. I don't mind exclusive cosmetics. Exclusive cosmetics makes sense. Even perhaps, like Soul Calibur did, exclusive characters for each Oh, each yeah, release. where you had Link, Hit- Hitachi... Um, yeah, Hitachi and... Hitachi, or is that a brand of TV? Anyway. Something like that. Uh, the guy <laughs> and, from Tekken. And then Spawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there was there was Zelda, <laughs> Tekken guy, and comic book guy. <laughs> that makes it sound like it's the guy from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, do you know uh, what? <laughs> I bet you'd have sold a lot more Xbox copies <laughs> if it was comic book guy from The Simpsons. Imagine it. But... I don't mind that kind of exclusivity because everybody's got something well, and that gives you a reason to get them all. To paraphrase Locking... The Incredibles, when everyone's exclusive, no one is exclusive. Exactly. Calm down, though, bad guy. <laughs> that that idea of there's exclusivity for them all equally so that, you know, it makes sense to buy a, a copy on each. Yeah, everyone gets like a really good character, except Xbox who gets shafted. Are you, are you kidding? Spawn's considering like considered like one of the best characters that's been released. Really? On... Yeah. Would you, would you want him over Link? No, exactly. but that's not the point. Exactly. It's not the point. If it was Master Chief, now that would have been completely different. Yeah. At the time, would Microsoft really have let Master Chief be licensed and something like that? Well, God knows, he's in Fortnite now. Is he? Yeah, well, like, it was about a year or so ago. Bloody hell. He's a Fortnite character now. <laughs> Everybody's in Fortnite, so that's how you know you've uh, made it. You're in Fortnite. Yeah. Soon we'll be hearing your voice as a voiceover. That's how you know you've made it. You're in Fortnite. Imagine me in Fortnite. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I've never played this game before. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, sorry, I, I have played it, but when I played it, Battle Royale wasn't even a thing. Yeah. That's that's true. What was it called? Save the world. Save the world. Did not like that game. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. Did like that TV series. First season, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we, we've kind of just gone off a little tangent. Just only a tiny on. one. Only a tiny so, one. Going back to Tokyo Game Show, Sega Atlas. I would imagine maybe some Persona stuff, some Sonic Origins stuff. I believe we should get trail of sonic origins soon with a release date and i think it's going to be like november-ish i think everyone's pointing towards that'd be good as long as the game's finished Uh, is it going to be another uh, sonic 2006 i hope not i really hope not question was the last sonic game good the last one sonic origins was okay it wasn't as polished as it should have been though something we'll actually talk about in a moment before that, Sonic Mania, amazing. Sonic Forces, for all the flack that it gets, I really enjoyed. Story was absolute garbage. I just removed the story from it. It'd actually make the game better. <laughs> it's got a really good premise. Robotnik wins. Imagine the world, Robotnik's won. And Tails, Knuckles, Amy, 50 million other characters you don't care about are all like on the back foot, hiding underground. Sonic's been captured. And you're like, oh, this 
this sounds like it's going to be amazing. They're like, Sonic's been tortured for the last six months. Like, oh, this, this is getting dark. Knuckles, what's the sit-rep, Commander? Happy to see you're all still alive. Eggman's forces have chewed through our defenses at Green Hill, and the resistance in the city is reporting that whatever it is that finished Sonic, I'm sorry, I'm still not used to saying that. Whatever it is has got them running in fear. There is no reason to resist. I can taste your terror, child. All that anxiety and doubt. It's delicious. Give in to your fear. Flee screaming, and I'll let you live. <laughs> And it cuts to Sonic. And you're like, it doesn't seem like it's been touched. <laughs> Foolish hedgehog. Getting out of your chains does not make you free. Now, come and face the inevitable. Ha! The only thing inevitable here is my foot kicking your butt. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, then you need to get everyone's nightmare fuel together in their Sonic fan art. My, uh, my own character was pretty sick. Do not steal. <laughs> um, no, it as a game though, as a game, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't hate playing it. I hate watching the sequence as cringy as anything, and not even a good way. You know, all the old Sonic games, are like yeah, it's about believing in yourself and teamwork, and you know, helping others. This is, I don't know, a son was teleported in at one point, <laughs> and there was like a, an army of. OG characters. I really can't remember the end of it. The story was bad. Sorry, was bad. Yeah, uh, leave it at that. Yeah, but yeah, we might see some other Japanese-centric companies, like maybe Capcom. Yeah, I know they've got a new Street Fighter coming out, which seems to have like a, an RPG mode in it. Oh, that'd be interesting. You play like this sort of like blank slate character, and I think you kind of go round Shenmue style. Which oddly enough, Shenmue was supposed to be a virtual fighter RPG. Yeah. And I think you can learn different moves, you know, and customize character that way. That could be quite cool. Will we see something from Konami that's not a pachinko machine? No, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really wish they would sell their IPs on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll just, buy Rocket Knight. Yeah, just, just sell your IPs. Let people who want to make games make games with them, and just make your pachinko machines, yeah, and just the keep thing the rights is, for the pachinko machines. They should do what Sega have been doing over the last few years. Even with their big IPs, like Sonic and Streets of Rage, they've let third parties have a go at doing them. And let's face it, that's worked out well for them. Sonic Mania has probably been the, the best-received oh, Sega game in goodness knows how long. Absolutely. And that, it's fan-made. And Streets of Rage as well. Yeah, it's essentially yeah. a sanctioned fan game, isn't it? It really point. is. I mean, I was I was playing um, a 3D Sonic fan game, which was really good. And if Sega got them involved to make a proper 3D Sonic game, I think it could do really well. Be rated really well. Which one was it you were playing? Robo Blast. Um, Omens. 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 Yeah, that looks that, honestly. If I didn't know that was a fan game, oh, yeah, I'd yeah. look at that and think, oh, Sonic Team have actually stepped up. <laughs> yeah, I, I always play. I played it and thought, okay, this is. The best 3D Sonic game I've played since Sonic yeah. Adventure 2. <laughs> With the exception of the voice acting. The voice acting, Didn't yeah. I capture it. 
I thought that was fantastic. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Bosses are freaking hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Konami should do that. Yeah. Just think of all the... Like, obviously, I, I love Rocket Knight. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's gone downhill from the first one. Yeah. Castlevania, Contra. Yeah. Su- the Su- other games that they did that I can't think of. Suicoden? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that game shop had Suicoden as well. And you didn't buy it. Yeah. Disappointed. Not angry, just disappointed. <laughs> I, did, I was talking to the guy who went, oh, yeah, he says occasionally we get rare games. And I went, I used to have Panzer Dragoon Saga. And he went, what do you mean? You still and he went, I sold it. And he went, how much? And I went, 70. And he went, he just mourned with me. You know, we had a minute of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly Nintendo might be there, but I don't Maybe. think so. I think they'll do their own Nintendo Directs that just randomly appear like a wild Pokemon in the tall grass. Which they'll probably announce as a random thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got a Nintendo Direct. Oh, when was it? it sorry. Oh, when is it? Oh, it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for the warning, Nintendo. <laughs> There's probably one on now, actually. No, no, wouldn't, like, wouldn't surprise me. Since there was no E3 this year, closest thing we're getting, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Now, as alluded to before, Sonic Origins is getting a patch, which it kind of needs I've a much about Sonic Origins to you. Not actually as much as I expected you to. There was a lot of issues, especially with Sonic 2. Sonic 2 was definitely the worst. One of the most annoying one is if Tails goes off the screen, he doesn't fly back on the screen, which on, on the surface of it doesn't sound that bad. You know, you don't need Tails. But instead, he just tries to continuously jump to get to you. So throughout the whole of Sonic 2, all I could is whoop, 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 as he's off screen somewhere <laughs> jumping. Like the whole game. Oof. And I was like, oh, it drove me mad. Well, thankfully, the Gora fixed that in this patch. Good. As well as one that I didn't actually notice until someone pointed out. A lot of the music tracks for Knuckles Chaotix that they've got in the sound test were all named wrong. How the hell did they manage that? <laughs> no idea. I'm not well up with Knuckles Chaotix ages, so I never actually noticed that one. The thing is, though, as they, more so with the Tails one, did they not have proper testers? Well, obviously not. But not only that, they had a base of the mobile port of Sonic 2, which was perfect. Yeah. So Why not just use that? He, no, they did. Well, the that then? They, they broke it. <laughs> <laughs> they broke it. That's <laughs> <laughs> just that, yeah. There are some other bug fixes. The only other one that I can recall was the Sonic 3 and Knuckles bonus stages. The music never sped up with the actual stage. Do you know as you get more and more? Oh, I can imagine that making it so much harder, though. Yeah, because there's like a rhythm to it. Well, they're, yeah. they're fixing that as well. So the patches, if it's not already out by the time you listen to this, it's coming out very soon. Now, as always, before we get on to the last piece of news, if you would like to support the podcast, you can do so for free by leaving us a review. It's greatly appreciated. You can do this through your favorite podcasting app. Alternatively, if you're able, you can visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as £1 per month, where you'll get early ad-free versions of the episodes. And... We'll give you a shout-out at the beginning of the next episode. 
So, with the full list of Genesis Mini 2 titles, we sadly don't have Bugsy the Bobcat. Oh, do, do you know what? Everywhere I looked in Plymouth, I saw Bubsy. It was everywhere. <laughs> Bubsy, Bubsy 2. Is that because it's the Beta Manhoff effect? Um, possibly, possibly. Or you've cursed me to forever see Bubsy everywhere now. <laughs> Honestly, I s- every single store I went in that had retro games, I saw at least two copies of Bubsy. What can I say? Except you're welcome. No, oh, they're everywhere because no one wants them. <laughs> Shops won't get rid of them. <laughs> Let's we'll just put them on a big pyre and just set it on fire. Yeah, actually, don't do that. Everyone would be breathing in like Bubsy fumes. <laughs> Everybody be just saying those little one-liners. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) (sighs) So, thankfully, Bubsy is not on this final list. We did get a couple of games right. Yeah. Unfortunately, from my point of view, no Rocket Knight Adventures, as I mentioned earlier on. I'm a big fan of. But there's quite a few on here. So, if we just really quickly go through the list. The games that were added to the Genesis Mini 2... And really quickly, they did also announce this is now coming to Europe, but no additional information, no price. Right. And they didn't say where you got to get it from. I'm assuming it'll be Amazon, like it is for the Japanese and the US versions. But it is coming out on the 27th of October, same day as the other two versions. Yeah. So that, that's good. I have to make sure I pre-order it so I don't get scalped on this one as well. <laughs> so the new titles that were announced, Atomic Runner, which is kind of like a running gun but like where the stage scrolls along with you yeah i don't think i really played this one um i have had a little go of it 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 was okay i don't think anyone really raves about it but it's nice to see maybe a bit more of an obscure title on it yeah you say that a few of these look fairly obscure yeah well the next one's not necessarily obscure but i'm really surprised it's on though clay i don't remember it i don't remember it at all you don't remember clay fighter no. It's probably one of those where if I played it, I'd remember it straight away and probably remember it being rubbish. Do you remember games like Primal Rage where the dinosaurs yes. were like sculpted out of clay? Like that, but they were like snowmen, Vikings. Uh, the sequel on the N64 actually had Earthworm Jim as a fighter as well. No, I don't think I remember that. It's not good. <laughs> it's not as bad as Balls, if you remember that one. I do, yeah. It's not as bad as that, but it's... It's very mediocre. I could think of plenty of better fighting games. In fact, yeah. I struggle to think of any worse. The only one I can really think of is Time Killers. Do you remember that one? Oh god, that was awful. So Crusader of Senti, or Salil, of mm-hmm. it was called over here. Basically, Legend of Zelda on the Mega Drive with a cameo from Sonic the Hedgehog. Not a bad game. No, a fantastic game. We've got Desert Strike: Return to the Gulf. Yeah. The, the Desert Strike games, they're ones that a lot of people really enjoy. I didn't I didn't get into them too much, but they're a, they're a fun little game. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I would have thought maybe Jungle Strike or maybe Urban Strike. Some of the later versions of yeah. it. Yeah. Again, it's not a bad game. It's not a yeah, bad game. It's not a bad game at all. Though, Earthworm Jim 2, I love that game. Yeah. Well, the first one had Earthworm Jim on them, so it kind of goes for reason. You've got to get yeah. a sequel on here. But a fantastic game. Really, really well animated and really yeah. bizarre, isn't it? With, Def- uh, definitely Queen the better name. of the two. Was it Queen yeah. What's-Her-Name or Queen What's-Her-Face? Queen What's-Her-Face, I think. 
I also remember Bob the Goldfish. <laughs> that was the first game, it. weren't it? Where he yeah, goes, yeah. ready, fight, and he just goes and eats it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Elemental Master? Now, this is not a game I've played. Me either. That's, a, that's an obscure one. Yeah. Um, it, it might not be obscure, just, just definitely we not played We it. never played it, yeah. So, Fatal Fury 2. So, at least we're getting a better beat-em-up on here now. We are. Game Ground. Now, I've not played the Mega Drive version of this, but the arcade version is okay. It's very primitive looking. Um, Well, you'd say it's isometric, but it's not. It's top down. (laughs) You've played anything like Commando or... Yeah, I've played Commando. So, you're going along shooting, but it's all on a single screen, and you've just got to get to the exit. But you have different characters. Someone might have a bow, one might throw bombs, one might have a gun. And you've just got to either avoid or kill the enemies. But if you lose a life, you actually lose that character. And the next character can come in and rescue the character that you just lost. So it's it's good. It's it's very primitive. I think it's quite an old game. Yeah. But they're all off games, all Mega Drive games. Okay, it's it's an older older game. Goldnax 2. Great game. Okay, follow up to Goldnax. Yeah. Possibly the best Golden Axe on the Mega Drive. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd, I'd agree with that, Mom. Got a bit of a Granada as well. Have you ever played that? I don't think I have. It's a top-down. Sure, it's not isometric. No, it's top-down. <laughs> um, it's like a top-down shooter where you just can move in like all eight directions and just yeah. blow stuff up. It's supposed to be good. I've not actually played it, though. Yeah, wasn't Hellfire? Hellfire. Yeah, there wasn't that like a um, Desert Strike type game, or am I misremembering that entirely? Do you know what? I, I can't. I can't think what this game is. So potentially, I've not played it. So, well, the next one I've not even heard of. Herzog's Y. Yeah, yeah, something too. I I think <laughs> I have played this one, but again, I can't remember it. I've I've don't even I don't even know the name of it. However, this next one is. Probably one of the earliest games I've, I've yeah, played. This next one, I'm surprised. I reckon you didn't know this was on the Mega Drive, and this is why you didn't pick no, it. No, I did know it was on the Mega Drive. It's just it's not as good as the Amiga version, which is what I started with and yeah, played. I think the main reason this isn't as good is it's only single player on the Mega Drive. Exactly, but Midnight Resistance, what a game! It's got some amazing music to it, and loads of keys to collect if I remember right. <laughs> well, yeah, you use the keys to upgrade your equipment. Yeah. But I, I love Midnight Resistance. Side-scrolling shooter. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's a good, like, Contra-style game, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant game. I loved it. I had uh, one, of the, one of the main games I played in the Amiga. Next one, A Fancy Star 2. So, the the previous one, I was going to say arguably, but definitively a best title in the series, Fancy Star 4. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Fancy yeah. Star 2, I think that's a good title. It's not a bad title at all. It's a decent game. They have also apparently changed this so it's not quite as grindy as the original was. Oh, that'd be, that was the main issue with Fancy Star 2. It, was very, it did yeah, get very yeah. grindy as you got later in. Do a couple of battles, go back to town, heal, go out, do a couple of battles, go back to town, heal, yeah. and you just have to do that forever. If they've changed that slightly, that's good. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's like a separate mode within the game that you can activate or if it's just how the game is now. Oh, I don't know. Good old bit of populace. Yeah. I used to love this on the mass system. I didn't play it all too much. Was it my kind? Of, it's, it's still not my kind of game, to be fair. In all fairness, I used to play this the mass system version on the Game Gear. <laughs> I have no idea how I could see what on earth was going on. Neither do I. I'll be honest. 
That's <laughs> probably why my eyes are so messed up now. Probably. Rainbow Islands Extra. Can't beat a bit of Rainbow Islands. Yeah. Can't. Nice, can't nice beat colorful game. Yeah. This next game, though, I'm gutted I didn't have it on my list. I, I only didn't. I, the only reason I didn't have it on my list is because I was adamant it was on the first one. Rystar, the well, best platformer on the Mega Drive. After Sonic. And Rocket I, Knight. I, I did not stutter. I, I said what I meant. You don't know what you mean. Had the best music. Had the best music. I had good music. The best music. No. This was on my list, though. I put You're this on my Yeah. Again, fantastic so. game. And I'm, I'm glad it's here. Yeah. Another great game that a lot of people who know about these games mention this, but I don't think it's widely known. Ranger X. I've got to admit, I don't know. It's like a run and gun type game. But you've got like a jet pack, but you also have like a bike that follows you around that can assist you. And graphically, it's it's fantastic. So there's like stages where you can fly up in the air and you actually solar powered essentially to yeah. power up your weapons. But then you go down under the canopies, but as you're dropping down under the canopies, everything gets darker. Or there's stages where it's like yeah. it almost looks 3D, the background. It's fantastic though this one was one of my picks shadow dancer such a good game i'm not a big fan of this one but it's nice to see it there it's not a bad i'm not saying it's a bad game by any stretch of the imagination it's just i was definitely a revenge of shinobi and shinobi 3 fan more than shadow dancer yeah i i I enjoyed them all revenge of shinobi was probably my favorite but i i enjoyed shadow dancer yeah and one of my favourite RPGs of all time. I thought you said this one was actually on the first one, so I was surprised when I saw that on the list. Yeah, I thought Shining Force 2 was on the first one. It must have been Shining Force 1. Yeah, must have been. Well, Shining Force 2, I agree with you. Fantastic yeah. game. <laughs> Especially if you put in the cheats and you control the enemies as well. <laughs> that spend or you 10 just... minutes renaming every single character. Yeah, that or you uh, just sit at the back with your healers and just buff each other so that you've got ridiculously powerful Master Monks. Oh yeah, end up with like a ridiculously high-leveled, was it Sarah as a Master Monk? And yeah. Is it Kiwi, the Tortoise Dragon? I never game? used Kiwi. Oh, I did. He'd, he'd come in and like, I remember getting him up to like, I can't remember, 50 HP or something, which wasn't that much, but everything did one damage. Uh, I didn't have Sarah as a Master Monk. Who did you have as the Master Monk? Kana. Was she not a Master Monk anyway? No. Who's the other Master Monk in it? Can you remember? I can't. I remember having two Master Monks, but yeah, they they just absolutely decimated everything. Oh, yeah, well and truly. Well, especially when they were maximum level and could kill the last boss in two heads. Yeah, well, we need um, Sega Saturn Mini now with Shining Force 3 and Irene the Master Monk in that. Because she was the same. She just decimated everything. Yeah. Uh, it's such a shame that that never actually got a proper English release. Shining Force 3 Part 2 and 3, I mean. I've got fan-translated versions of them. I think you got them off me. No, no, I've got physical copies oh. of fan-translated versions. I haven't oh, actually I played them, though. <laughs> if only I had a Saturn. Wait, what? I don't have a Saturn. Oh, you! You don't have a Saturn. Yeah, that's what I said. I if only I had a Saturn. Me? I no, you're joking. Like 15? Like eight of them. Yeah, I was going to say, you've got loads. No, I need to go through them. I want to. I want to play through the first one though and do it properly. I had to get a fan translated version of the first game though, because apparently you can't carry can't, save yeah. the second one. That makes sense. Now 
I will say, if I do play that again, I will have to annoy you again by having the main character using a rapier and Dantero's using a javelin. You're just a monster, aren't you? <laughs> I just like big swords. What was his name? Symbiosis or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I was gutted when you lose Justin in there as well. Because I had them, Dantares and Sybil. And they just pushed up and just wiped everything out. Tell you, Dantares with a javelin. Stay in the back line. Nah, Lance, Lance and Sybil with a halberd. Sybil with a halberd, I will absolutely agree with. Right, we're, we're getting a bit... We are, we are we're getting... <laughs> right, right. Let's go back to the Mega Drive. Go, in, go into it, an actual, an actual third title, Streets of Rage 3. Yeah, uh, which, yes. I think Streets of Rage 2 is better. Streets of Rage yeah. 3, there's the whole thing with the Western release being not as good as the Japanese, missing a character, and being <laughs> much harder than it needs to be. Yes, but I think I think it's got the funniest reason for missing a character. <laughs> what? Everyone would be going, hashtag cancel Sega, if they released it nowadays. Possibly. Yeah. It was um, it was a design, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah. At least still got room. That's true. So, after that, Super Hang-On. I thought that was on the first one. It's not a bad game. Yeah, I'm surprised that wasn't on the first one, because that's like an iconic Mega Drive game. Yeah, again, it's one that everyone had as part of Mega Games. Yeah. That's probably why it was iconic. I was still playing this game when you had a PlayStation Gran Turismo. Because I come round and Gran Turismo on your PlayStation doing the Sunday GT to get the Demio A spec to resell it to get a little bit more money. And I go home and go, hmm. Well, Super Hangon's a bit like that game because you can buy <laughs> engine upgrades and new bikes between <laughs> between races. And somehow I managed to trick myself into thinking, yeah, this is basically Gran Turismo, but on motorbikes. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, basically. Spoiler alert, it's not. <laughs> You don't say. I don't think you need to spoiler alert that one. Yeah, um, but no, uh, it's, it's a good game. It's good arcade style motorbike racing. Now you've got to get the title of this one right. Super Street Fighter Two: The New Challenges. It's actually yeah. one of the shorter names for Street Fighter Two, actually. Yeah, it kind of is. But there was just so many different versions of Street Fighter Two. Thankfully, unlike the Mega Drive Mini One and the Genesis Mini One, which came with Street Fighter the New. The World Warrior, the new challenge, uh, whichever Street Fighter 2 that yeah. came with. The Western versions came with a free button controller, so you had to keep pressing start to switch between punches and kicks. Thankfully, these all come with six button controls. That's good. So you can play it properly, and this one was the introduction of Kami, DJ, Faye, was it Faye Long? Oh, I can't remember. I always get his name mixed up, and T-Hawk. So yep. you've got four extra characters. Another one I picked, mm-hmm. Revenge of Shinobi. Yeah. So you, you get the best of both worlds. You get Shadow Dancer and Revenge of Shinobi. Yeah. Both solid games. As yeah. I am, I'm more of a Revenge of Shinobi yeah. guy. Brilliant game. Brilliant game. Another game I enjoyed Toe Jam and Earl, Panic on Funkatron. I'm surprised this wasn't on your list. I remember um, we played a lot of Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, but we played a lot more of the first one, didn't we? Yeah, it's true. We did. I remember playing this. Oddly enough, a... another filler new had this game. I liked the split-screen mechanic on this. Well, this one, it was the side-scrolling, so if I remember right, you were always on the same screen. 
Yes. It was the first game that had the split screen, which the first time you see it where it like divides itself, I was like, oh, that's really cool. But then when you were just on the peripheral of each other's screens and it kept joining and then splitting and joining and splitting and joining and splitting, that got really annoying really quick. Yeah. But it was, a, it was a cool way of doing it. Yes. And Panic on Funktron, it's a fun game. It's very colourful, quite weird. Yeah. Well, it's Tojo Manel, of course. It's, it's got to be weird. Now, the next one's a bit of a fan favourite. I'm not a massive fan of this one. Uh, I've Truckster. not heard of it. Not heard of it. There's a YouTuber, I can't think who it is. I think it's something like Classic Games Room. And I'm sure he always goes on about it. And I think he's kind of like single-handedly made this modern appreciation for this game. I went, I went keen on it. It's, uh, it's a shoot-em-up. It's okay. Fair enough. Now... Is this not a part of um, Excel or Microsoft Office? Viewpoint? Yeah. I'm failing to see the connection here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've I've not heard of it before. Oh, well, you'll be glad to know this one is actually isometric. (laughs) (laughs) You sure it's not just top down? No, no, it is actually isometric. (laughs) So this one is a two-thirds view, so it's not quite a vertical shooter, it's not a horizontal shooter, it's a diagonal shooter. It's an isometric shooter. Isometric shooter, yes. And you're going diagonally up the screen rather than <laughs> vertically or horizontally. So this one you can say is isometric. I'm not going to, just just to be that guy. You're always that guy. Now the last <laughs> cartridge-based title is Warsong, and I have no idea what game this is. I don't, I've not heard of it before. A few no. of these have caught me off guard because I don't know, I don't know what they are. Yeah, I think some of them are a little bit deeper cuts than you would normally expect on something like this. Yeah. Now, going on to the Sega CD and the Mega CD titles, you've got the Sega CD version of Echo the Dolphin and Echo the Tides of Time. Brilliant games. Ah, do you know? I know you're not a fan of them. You find them a bit repetitive and the like, but I think they're good games. I didn't mind the first one. The alien stages and the boss kind of like... Oh, God, yeah. Freaked me out quite a bit, to be honest. (laughs) I never got into Tides of Time. I just couldn't get into it. I enjoyed it. It was more Echo than Ulf in mind. Final Fight CD? I can't can't think if I've played this one. Have have you ever played Final Fight? Capcom's version of Streets of Rage? Yeah, 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 I've played Final Fight. This one graphically wasn't as good as the Super Nintendo version. Although those two versions released for the Super Nintendo, neither of them offered two-player co-op. Which, in a game like this, what's the point of having it if yeah. you can't do two-player co-op? Yeah, you've got to like CD version did. So it was, it was seen as being like the best console version at the time. I think I had Final Fight on the Amiga. It was on the Amiga, but it wasn't good. Yeah, I don't remember it being good. This is a little bit better than the Amiga version if you did have that one. Yeah, I think I'm probably remembering it most fondly from the arcade version. Yes. Which is obviously the best version. We've got Robo Alest. This is another... I think this, if I remember right, this one's a vertical shooter. I'm not sure. Though this next one, controversial. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, parents will be out, ban them, Genesis Mini 2. Yeah. It's the murder simulator for murdering young women. About two months ago, I saw the video game Night Trap for the first time. It is a sick, disgusting video game, in my judgment. It's an effort to trap and kill women. Yeah. 
Night Trap. How? I'm 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 actually surprised that this is on here. I'm not. It was definitely one of the definitive Mega CD and Sega CD titles. When I know, for but it's just worse. it's just more how. Oh, I suppose you, yeah, maybe it's not going to have the same sort of reception that it had. I don't know. Well, the reception was completely wrong about the game. It was. I'm not going to disagree with that. The I'm whole point that, is to save the girls. Yeah, they're going into Congress. This game teaches children how to murder, <laughs> murder young women, and you're like. Well, what have you, have you played the game? Of course, it's not played the game. Is anything? Of course, they've not played the game. They never play games. Yeah. When they're saying that they're responsible for everything. Yeah. The next one, Super Shark. It's... Never heard of it. Right. Imagine Road Avenger, except you're in a sewer pipe the entire game. Right. That's pretty much it. That doesn't it's... sound right. It's it's kind of like an on-rail thing, and you have to make sure you go down the right pipes. If you take the wrong turn in, the pipes are dead end. You hit it, you die. You blow up. That's basically it. Sounds pretty terrible. Now, on top of these, you do also get some bonus titles, some of which we already knew about from the Japanese one. Yeah. So, Deviant Pie, which is kind of a breakout-style game. Do you know with a little paddle that yeah. goes along the bottom? And... You're bouncing little devils around the screen to free the little cherubs or angels. Yeah. That's Breakout. all I know about it. Now, <laughs> the, these were games that were never actually released. Yeah. Or, so they were either cancelled or the games that have been ported to the Mega Drive after the fact. Yeah. Next one, Space Harrier 2. Now, this actually came out on the Mega Drive, but this includes Space Harrier 1 and 2. And apparently has much better scaling of objects as they're flying towards you. Okay, that's good. Kind of improved one, but from what I've seen, it has quite a lot of flicker, which I don't remember Space Harrier 2 having on the Mega Drive. I didn't play a lot of it. It's not my kind of game, to be fair. I did. I, I just remember, welcome to the Fantasy Zone. Get ready. And game over. And like, <laughs> oh, okay, I played it. <laughs> Splatter? I, th- I don't know what this game is. I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> That says everything you really need to know about it, to be fair. Yeah, I really can't remember what this game was. I, I only looked at it a few days ago as well. Next one is Verse Puyo Puyo's Son. Now, this was actually a... I think it was a Titan arcade title. So right. basically an arcade version of the Saturn. A bit yeah. like the Naomi was to the Dreamcast. And this is being demade for the Mega Drive. I think it's been right. done by M2. And the last title is Super Locomotive, which is another arcade game. Now, again, I think this was done by M2 and ported to the Mega Drive recently. Right. It's kind of like a a fan project. Fair enough. So, there is there is quite a lot of good games on here. Now, yeah. these do actually vary quite a bit from the Japanese one. Japanese one, it's 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 more Japanese focused. Yeah. But two titles that I'm gutted we're not getting is the two Lunar titles. Because they were really good Mega CD RPGs. And unfortunately, they're missing on here. In fact, I think the Japanese version gets like six extra Mega CD games. Really? Yeah. It Overall, I think the number of games is the same. Yeah. But the Western release is getting less Mega CD games and a few more cartridge games instead. Well, that's a shame. Although in all fairness, two of the Mega, uh, two of the Mega Drive mini games 
in Japan are quiz games, so I'm not too mm. fussed about them. So when are we expecting to see these? These are getting released on the 27th of October. Unfortunately, you can't order the Genesis Mini 2 to get delivered to the UK, but you can order the Mega Drive Mini 2 from Japan, from Amazon, if you did want to. But thankfully, they have finally announced that it is coming to Europe as well, and it's coming same day, 27th of October. That's good. Yeah. So now just get your pre-order in. Yeah, I just need to know where it's going to be sold. <laughs> I, I know when it's coming. I don't know how much or where to get it from, though. When in doubt, Amazon. Well, the other two regions, this is exclusive to Amazon. So I'm assuming for the UK and Europe, it's going to be pretty much the same. Oh, I'd imagine so. Yeah. But no, there's definitely some good games on it. Yeah. There's also some games that we've never heard of. But there is definitely good games on them. Yeah, de- definitely. Like, uh, to be honest, I think this is worth it alone for titles like... Shining Force 2 and Shining Force CD. Go on by Alien Soldier. Yeah, Alien Soldier, exactly. That, that pays for it. Rise Star, another great game. Yeah. Yeah, and if it's anything like the Mega Drive Mini 1, it'll be hacked in no time, and it'll they'll let you put your own games on it. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I think we've come to the end now. Yep. A few little detours along the way. Us have detours? Oh. Never. Well, once again, thanks for popping on uh, and talking about Mega Drive games. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to lead Anthony going, yeah, Me- Mega Drive, yeah, it's, it's a games console before the internet existed. It's a games console that didn't have Spyro. Well, that has been another episode of Retro Gaming Dots. Yep. Thanks for listening. So maybe some more information about. Ow. I've just punched the desk. Yeah, no, I heard it. I heard it. That, that sounded like it hurts. So, in shocking news, in the full list of Genesis Mini titles, Mini Two titles, we haven't had Conquer's Bad Foot. No, no, Conquer's Bad Foot. What are we on about? I was the N64 on Xbox. What are you on about? I'm, I'm, I'm losing the plot. I'm, I'm losing the plot. Losing the plot. Do you want to try that again? Yeah.